Section 15 of Slave Narratives, a folk history of slavery in the United States from interviews with former slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Slave Narratives, a Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1 by Various. Mary Barber, an interview with Mary Barber, 81 of 801 South Bloodworth Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. I reckon that I was born in McDowell County, case that's where my mammy Edith lived. She longed to Mr. Jefferson Mitchell, there and my pappy longed to her Mr. Jordan in Avery County, so he said. Forty war, I don't know nothing much except that we lived on a big plantation and that my mammy worked hard but was treated pretty good. We had a little log cabin off to one side, and my mammy had 16 shillings. Fast as they got three years old, the master sold them till we last four that she had with her during the war. I was the oldest of these four. Then there was Henry, and then the twins, Liza and Charlie. One of the first things that I remembers was my pappy waking me up in the middle of the night, dressing me in the dark, all the time telling me to keep quiet. One of the twins hollered some, and pappy put his hand over its mouth to keep it quiet. After we was dressed, he went outside and peeped round for a minute. Then he come back and got us. We snuck out of the house and along the woods path, Pappy toting one of the twins and holding me by the hand and Mammy carrying the other two. I reckons that I will always remember that walk with the bushes slapping my legs, then when sighing in the trees and the hoot owls and whoopers hollering at each other from the big trees. I was half asleep and scared stiff. But in a little while, we passed the plum thicket, and there am the mules and wagon. There am her quilt in the bottom of the wagon, and on this they lays we young'uns. And Pappy and Mammy gets on the board across the front and drives off down the road. I was sleepy, but I was scared, too. So as we rides along, I listens to Pappy and Mammy talk. Pappy was telling Mammy about the Yankees coming to their plantation, burning the corn cribs, the smokehouses, and destroying everything. He says right low that they done took Master Jordan to the rip-raps down nigh Norfolk, and that he stole the mules and wagon and escaped. We was scared of the Yankees to start with, but the more we thinks about us running away from our masters, the scareder 
we gets on the rubs. Anyhow, Pappy says that we is going to join the Yankees. We traveled all night and hid in the woods all day for a long time. But after a while, we gets to Dr. Dillard's place in Chowan County. I reckons that we stays there several days. The Yankees has took this place, so we stops over and has a heap of fun dancing and sitch while we am there. The Yankees tells Pappy to head for New Bern and that he will be took care of there. So to New Bern we goes. When we gets to New Bern, the Yankees take the mules and wagon. They tells Pappy something, and he puts us on a long white boat named Ocean Waves, and to Roanoke we goes. Later, I learns that most of the rafts is put in James City, nine New Bern, but there am a pretty good crowd on Roanoke. There was also a old Indian witch woman that I members. After a few days there, the ocean waves comes back and takes all over to New Bern. My pappy was a shoemaker, so he makes Yankee boots and we gets along pretty good. I was raised in New Bern and I lived there till 40 years ago when me and my husband moved to Raleigh. And though he's been dead a long time, I has lived here ever since and even if I is 81 years old, I can still outwork my daughter and the rest of these young niggers. End of section 15. Read by Carol Sutton, Knox, Pennsylvania, May 8th, 2022.